morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is Dr. Odell Glenn of the OG Inspiration Show. Hoping you have an awesome week this week. And before we begin, I want to share some quotes. Today, we have a special guest who has a program, and I'm not going to get into all the details right now, but she has a program that helps people and students. It's best to start early, but she can go up throughout life that help you plan processes of transitioning into careers, as well as the best resources to find to get scholarships for undergraduate or graduate school. And so I wanna focus these quotes today on education. Confucius said, education breeds confidence, confidence breeds hope, hope breeds peace. I'm gonna repeat that. Education breeds confidence, Confidence then breeds hope, and then hope breeds peace. Another quote is anonymous, and it says, a mind when stretched by a new idea never regains its original dimension. That is so true. When you read, when you explore, when you travel, when you study, when you go out your comfort zone, When your mind has been stretched, it can never go back to where it was prior. Another quote is by a Swiss cognitive psychologist by the name of John Spigot. And he said, the principal goal of education is to create men and women who are capable of doing new things, not simply of repeating what other generations have done. That's one of the things I love about research is that you're always creating new ideas to the field and to the world. And you're basically using principles, but you're exploring new horizons that have not been discovered as of yet. Another quote is by a British historian by the name of G.M. Trevlin. And he said, education has produced a vast population able to read, but unable to distinguish what is worth reading. I'm going to leave it at that and have you determine its meaning. And the last quote that I want to use is education's purpose is to replace an empty mind with an open one. Malcolm Forbes. And so just to give you some brief quotes that speak towards education. want to leave you with those for you to think and to ponder and to reflect upon. Well, audience, this is Dr. Odell Glenn. We have a special guest here with us today. And as you all know, I love to focus on education. I love for you to be the best that you can be And to be the best that you can be, you need to prepare early. And so we have Shelly Howard. She is a sought-after speaker and consultant to 100 of college-bound college students around the world and is widely regarded as one of the world's leading college planners and strategy consultants. Her groundbreaking strategies help students get into their best-matched colleges. Best of all, many graduate debt-free with a job they'd love waiting for them. Whether addressing an intimate group or a standing room only arena, count on Shelly 
to take the fear out of planning and paying for college. Wow. Shelly is the mother of two. Her son graduated from Harvard University in four years, debt-free, guys. He had a job waiting for him when he graduated and worked while applying to medical school. He is currently attending medical school at UC San Diego. Her daughter got into her first choice college. She just completed her freshman year at the University of Alabama and has no debt. Guys, after this short commercial break, you want to get pen and paper ready to talk with Shelly Howard, who will teach you how to leave college debt free. A much needed topic after this short commercial break. Do you need a certain SAT score to get into the college of your choice? Well, Dr. Odell Glenn can help you get it. The three-tier foundation offers online SAT prep classes. Dr. Glenn will show you test strategies and tactics needed to get the score you want. The exam is beatable with the proper coach. We are open to working with individuals, schools, and groups for six-week online sessions. Sign up at www.3tierfoundation.com forward slash SAT dash preparation. That's www.3tierfoundation.com forward slash SAT dash preparation. In need of a motivational speaker for your upcoming event, Dr. Glenn speaks at school graduations, public gatherings, colleges, and universities. In addition, he is a national radio personality as well as published author. Have him speak at your next in-person or online event at 3tierfoundation at gmail.com. That's the number 3tierfoundation at gmail.com. Are you a full-time caregiver for a loved one with a terminal illness? Do you feel overwhelmed at times? Do you often feel as if there is no hope? Well, with over 12 years of caregiving experience for two parents alone, in addition to writing a dissertation, fulfilling ministerial obligations, working home-based businesses, and radio personality responsibilities, Dr. Odell Glenn has found the time and has had the energy to write a book to inspire and empower other caregivers. Purchase his book entitled, Caregiving, the inspirational manual on his website at www.ogcaregiving.com. And you can also book him to come and speak at your next event, function, or club. Again, the website is www.ogcaregiving.com. Well, welcome back, radio audience. We are honored and privileged to have Ms. Shelly Howard with us. Shelly, can you greet the audience and tell us where you're from? Absolutely, and thank you so much for having me. I am located in Southern California, and I have traveled the world and still call Southern California home. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, I love California. I lived there for a little while, and I love the the weather there, as well as the diversity of the various people. So Shelly, can you tell us a little bit about your background, your education, where you went to school and so forth? Sure. So I was actually the first student on both sides of my family to get a college degree. Both of my parents were entrepreneurs and they did very well for themselves, but they knew there was going to be something so much more. So I went to Laguna Beach High School. And I remember way, way back when I came home to my parents and said, what do you think about this college thing? 
And dad said, yeah, it's a great idea. I think it's super solid. Mom says, no, I think you should go get a job. So even in my own experience, very conflicted, I did go on to complete my undergraduate at San Diego State University, went on to get a photographer degree at NYU. Then I went back to school and got my master's at UC San Diego. And I've been doing this now 13 years and this is my seventh business I have started. So it's definitely not my first rodeo. Whoa, whoa. So that that's awesome. And audience, I want you to hear the golden nuggets that Shelly gave us. Basically, she went to college, got her master's, and then went into business, which is a faith walk step. And then, as she mentioned, seven businesses. Shelly, can you tell us why seven? Or did you finally find your passion after the seven? I actually found my passion in all of them and they all landed on my lap. The reason why there's so many is I started my first one when I was 12 years old. And so I have definitely been an entrepreneur my entire life. Like I said, both my parents really nurtured that into us and I see opportunity and I just jump into it. College ready actually happened to me. I was at my son's graduation and He was giving the salutatorian speech and a young man sitting next to me said, dude, I didn't even know that kid was smart. And there you go. College Ready was launched. (laughs) (laughs) So it was an opportunity to help teenagers understand that any student with desire can achieve whatever their dream is. And so this, I believe, will be my final career. I can't imagine doing anything more fulfilling than what I get to do every day. Wow. Wow. Shelly, you sound a lot like myself. I went and got four engineering degrees and now I do a podcast on education and entrepreneurship and all these different things and everything seems to be coming full circle. So audience, I just wanted to let you know that, you know, everything that you do works in your favor. And so why not integrate it to be the best version of yourself and help and empower and inspire others as Shelly has done. Now, Shelly, I want to get into your business. You just shared with us how it all got started, but could you tell us how parents can send their students to college without losing their mind or their money? Absolutely. When I wrote the book, I had no idea it would be a bestseller in 24 hours. So there's a huge need for it. And I believe it's because for whatever reason, parents think they need to pay the price tag for college. And I'll explain why I find that so odd. I can't imagine anybody walking up to a home, pulling out the flyer and saying, okay, that's the price I'll pay. Or even going to a car lot to buy a car and say, yeah, I'll pay that price on the window. But for whatever reason, parents have in their mind that they are just stuck paying the sticker price for college. And so when I went through this with my oldest in 2012, he graduated. I knew that even if he got into a top tier school, I could not pay for it. I was a single mom at the time. And the thought of him getting in and telling him I couldn't, uh, every parent's worst nightmare. So I had to figure it out in order to help him accomplish his dream. So how people do it is picking the right college for the right student. 
I know it sounds so simplified, but last year in 2021, our seniors, I had 61 of them in the program, earned over $10.7 million in merit scholarships. These were not need-based. We got more need-based, but this was earned. And by picking the right colleges, these students were able to graduate without debt. And that's what happened with my son. He absolutely had an outstanding year or application season. And he was my first to go through what I call the college ready plan. And that is helping the student be the best version of them while helping their family understand what's on the FAFSA. What is their expected family contribution? how to complete the FAFSA, the CSS profile, while helping the student understand the benefits of taking the PSAT and having a standout strategy. So it takes both. It takes a family who has their financial house in order, and it takes a student who's willing to do the work. Wow. Wow. You've said a mouthful. So let's (laughs) dissect some of that. And so picking the right college for the right student, can you explain that? What does the student have to know, in other words, to pick the right college or find that that may be the right fit for him or her? So I've really made it a very easy and simplified approach. So it may sound like that's it, but yes, that's it. So first, the family, the student and their parents need to get very clear on what's most important, the academic fit, the social fit, or the financial fit. And yes, in a perfect world, we want our students to get all three. But in the real world, they may not. They may not be an academic student with a 5.0 to get into their dream school and be a merit scholar there. So it's really putting the right student, their gifts and talents with the right university that values their gifts and talents, because the majority of the money is not from little tiny $100 scholarships. It's from the colleges with very deep pockets. Right, right. And so let's just use your son as an example. He must have been extremely gifted in high school to get into college. And so how did you know that Harvard was the right fit that fit the right bill for him to move forward? So we broke it down for our family. It was a financial fit was our top priority because he wanted to go on to medical school. And he said he would not go on to medical school if he went into debt as an undergrad. So for me, That was like, alert, alert, we need to get him the best deal we can. And so when he graduated, he only had a 4.6 GPA. It wasn't a 5.0 and it wasn't a perfect SAT. It was good, but it wasn't perfect. But his standout strategy was pretty outstanding. And so Mm -hmm. he had seven full ride offers when he graduated and he chose Harvard because it checked off the financial fit because they were very generous. And the second thing was the academic fit. He wanted to be with same type of thinkers. He was Mm -hmm. always irritated being in a regular class with kids who wanted to cheat off of him. That was a very big problem for him or where they wanted him to do all the work. He wanted to be a contributor. And so he needed to be in an educational environment where the students took their scholastics very, very serious. And I remember him calling home the first week and he said, mom, my English class has 13 students in it. (laughs) Outstanding. He's like, but the teacher said one of us will get an A. And I said, I'm okay getting my first B. So 
he went in with the mindset of, I may not want to work as hard as some of these kids, but I want to be with these kind of students. The second thing was the academic fit. And lastly, he really didn't care so much about the social fit because he's a really easygoing kid and he figured he'd make friends wherever he went. So that was kind of easy for us. The hardest part was he had a full ride at USC, which is in our backyard. (laughs) So this mama was like, USC, come on, man. And (laughs) he was like, but mom, it's Harvard. And so that was our biggest struggle because he had checked the box for the financial. He had checked the box for the academic. Both schools were going to absolutely fit him. But socially, he felt that Harvard was a better fit. And that's, he loved every minute of his experience. He made some of his very, very closest friends there. Awesome. Awesome. I was just explaining to a student and a parent today as I was touring them in the engineering building, that you will come and be challenged. It is a very challenging field. And he has a great GPA from high school, but you know, engineering will challenge you. And he was warned prior to coming that he would, and he enjoyed, he accepted the opportunity. And so that's great that your son wanted to be challenged to accept opportunities where he could contribute as much as learn and was open to getting a B just because of that environment, because that only makes you better and um, more competitive in the real world. So thank you for sharing that. And so Shelly, can you tell us what inspired you to write your book and where can people find your book if they want to purchase it? Absolutely. So the book came about, gosh, what really what triggered the book? One is I'm not a writer. So I love public speaking. I love being on stages with hundreds of listeners. Like I'm an audience person. So putting me in a small room for three months, I absolutely <laughs> checked out. I did not work at all other than write the book because I knew that's what I had to do. So three months of every single day doing this, the reason why I did it is because for students who cannot afford an independent college consultant, I wanted to give them the gift of knowledge for a very small fee. And if they can't afford that, I'm happy to give it to them for free. So it was my labor of love for families who honestly just couldn't afford what I have to offer. And so in honor of that, I would love to gift your listeners a free copy of my book. All they have to do is go to book.collegereadyplan.com and they will receive a free book that's called How to Send Your Student to College Without Losing Your Mind or Your Money. And in that book, I give them exactly what they need to do. I just don't go into how to do it. There's just not enough room. So it will get you in the know of what colleges are ultimately looking for. So you can put that plan together. Awesome. Awesome. So you heard it here on the OG Inspiration Show audience. Could you repeat that website once again? Yes. It's book, B-O-O-K dot college ready plan dot com. And go and get that book. Tell Shelly that you listen to the OG Inspiration Show, and she's going to get that to you. Again, you want to go to the website, 
and say that you heard it on the OG Inspiration Show and you will get your book mailed to you. Thank you so much, Shelly, for your hospitality. So we're going to take a short commercial break. And then we we come back, we're going to pick Shelly's brains a little bit more about how to avoid scams and then finding surprising ways to get college without being so competitive after this short commercial break. Do you need a certain SAT score to get into the college of your choice? Well, Dr. Odell Glenn can help you get it. The three-tier foundation offers online SAT prep classes. Dr. Glenn will show you test strategies and tactics needed to get the score you want. The exam is beatable with the proper coach. We are open to working with individuals, schools, and groups for six-week online sessions. Sign up at www.3tierfoundation.com forward slash SAT dash preparation. That's www.3tierfoundation.com forward slash SAT dash preparation. Do you have that burning desire to educate, empower, and inspire community? We here at WDRB Media provide you with such wonderful opportunities to make such a positive impact. So step out on faith and make a significant difference with your gift. We care about your voice and the impact it has. Call 1-877-342-7770 and provide them with the code 1349 to begin the process. That's 1-877-342-7770 and code 1349. In need of a motivational speaker for your upcoming event, Dr. Glenn speaks at school graduations, public gatherings, colleges, and universities. In addition, he is a national radio personality as well as published author. Have him speak at your next in-person or online event at 3tierfoundation at gmail.com. That's the number 3tierfoundation at gmail.com. Well, welcome back, radio audience. We are having a wonderful conversation with Shelly, and she has written a powerful book on how to send your student to college without losing your mind or your money. And so this is not only for students, but it is also for parents who have high school students or even graduate students, for that matter, who may be looking to go back to school and want a full ride. I, just as a reminder or as a commercial break, if you are going to graduate school in the sciences or engineering, your department faculty would love to talk to you because in science or STEM fields, you actually get your tuition paid for when you're going for your master's, not for your undergraduate. So whatever college that you are looking into, definitely talk to your graduate office and see what's out there because there are grants and there are fellowships that you can apply for for graduate school and it's totally free. So um, Shelly, can you tell us for students who may not be so competitive, can you find, tell us some ways where college could be more beneficial to them in their search? So when you say not so competitive, are you talking about their GPA and test scores or? GPA and test scores. Let's say if they have not so good test scores, but they show leadership skills and maybe they may be a little bit more athletic 
or they have other talents that they can bring to the table and they don't feel as if they will get a scholarship just because their grades may not be at the top level? Or is there anything for them? Yeah, there's tons for them. That actually was me. (laughs) I just want to make sure that we were clear. (laughs) I was that student. I never understood why I had to work so hard in high school. So I really didn't apply myself until I went to college. So just students, families know that everybody, you know, gets there one way or the other. For me, I ended up graduating with honors because I finally found my love of what I wanted to learn. So what I tell students who maybe have closer to a 3.3, you know, 3.5 good student, but maybe, you know, not the ultimate student, they really need to focus on what are their gifts and their talents to help them stand out in those areas so that their GPA and their test score will only be one of seven things that colleges consider. For that student, letters of recommendation from teachers, professors, critical, and their essay has got to be amazing. So having an editor, not a writer, but somebody to polish it if writing is not your talent is going to be another thing that a student who may not be you know, 4.0 or higher, those are some things that are easy to do and that your energy would definitely pay out. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, um, Shelly, for sharing that because there could be someone out there who may not be the best student right now. And like yourself, wasn't that top student in high school, but will later find themselves. And then that will change around. Let's talk about that intimate segment right now. There are some people who don't know what they want to do prior to going to college. And, you know, for myself, I knew I wanted to be a mechanical engineer. So I kind of made that decision in the 12th grade, but there are others who are undecided. Can you give us some advice about those who may be going into college and don't know what their major may be? And is that a deterrence to applying for any money that may be out there? In other words, do you have to know what your major is prior to going to college to get any help? The answer is no. That's the short response. It is helpful. And so this is a big piece of what we do with our students because everything we do is custom one-to-one. Most students in this generation don't know what they want to do because they spend so much time on technology that they're not playing out in the front yard. Am I fast? Am I slow? Am I a leader? Am I not? Like the things that my generation took for granted, these kids are not doing. And so I've had students ask Siri what they should do. I mean, it's definitely a bit challenging, but what I have found is if a student, instead of focusing on a career or major, focuses on what are their core values, what are truly important to them? Because that will at least help them to get clear on what is not a good fit and potentially what can they look to. And then we do a lot of fun exercises with our students to make it enjoyable instead of saying, come on, man, what do you want to do? We talk about different things about, you know, when did they feel really good about something that they accomplished? And we start to pull out their gifts, their talents, the things that they were truly born to do. And then we help them to see, you know, do you want to make money? Is money not important to you? Do you want to change the world? Do you not care? We start to get clear on that. And then it's much easier to help them 
to come up with at least their top three majors, because as you know, most students change their major at least three times. Some would Mm -hmm. say three to five times. Our students don't because we spend the time doing it ahead of time before they apply. And then typically they know I want to go engineering or I want to go medicine, but I don't know what kind, what specifically I want to focus on. So that will come. And if a student truly just doesn't know, and they've done all of the soul searching for their core values, their gifts, and their talents, they just may not know until they are inspired by a professor. And sometimes that's what it takes. And that's a reality. So not all students do know. Most college-ready students do know when they apply, but we do a lot of work to get there. So speaking of work, how many weeks does it normally take from start to finish to work with students to get to the point where they are ready to make that decision or they just need that extra push when they get to college? How many weeks does your program require? So we start with students as young as when they promote from eighth grade. Awesome. (laughs) I just want to interject right there. I did a show a year ago on starting out in junior high school. Junior high school is extremely critical for those parents that are out there and your kid is in junior high school. That's when you want to start. And I just want to interject again and just support what Shelly just mentioned. Had it not been for myself and discovering that my math skills were a little bit higher than some of the students in my class, I don't think I would have ever been an engineer because of the seventh grade math. I was pushed one grade ahead in math and that just sparked the whole sequence. So the junior high school really nurtured that. And had it not been for junior high school, that was really the deciding factor. And so here is Shelly expounding on what I experienced to get to where I am today because of junior high school starting in the eighth grade. I had to throw that in, Shelly, because I don't know how important to tell parents you don't want to really start planning for majors unless that junior high school, something about the junior high school. And I know a lot of research is going on about the junior high school, but I just feel as if that is a molding place to begin to take you through. Yeah. So the reality is not everybody finds us at that time. So we do take students, you know, ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th grade. We even get students in 12th grade, like, oh my gosh, please help me. I've made so many mistakes and I don't know what to do. So we are open to working with any age, but the younger we get them, the more time we have to be gentle and nurture them and also challenge them. If they feel that they have a gift like you in math, we will challenge them and support them into seeing how gifted they are with that, which will lead into ultimately, what can I do with that gift and that talent to use that for my career? So it really depends on when we find them. We either get to drip it very slow or we get to fire hose it and hope they're mature enough to hold on. So it really comes down to having some very candid discussions with teenagers. You know, we don't have any opinion about what they want to do. It makes it a very safe place. As a parent of four, I can tell you when I ask my own children, 
you know, what do you want to do when you grow up? And they're like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) so I hear you parents that they don't make it easy, but for some reason, as a complete stranger, they feel that they can tell us anything because my job is only to help them to get what they want, which makes it a very safe place because if they don't tell me, I can't get it for them. Right. And that's really important. It's almost like a counseling safe space obsession where you bring out the best in them without criticizing, hey, you're going to be a doctor and a doctor you will be. So I think that's awesome. Now, what about the student who comes in, the parent may bring them into your session. The student says they want to be an actor or singer, but the parent is really pushing something else because they don't feel like if they see the real big picture along the way. How do you approach that work with that student? It's actually one of my favorite things to do. I went to Laguna Beach High School and art was mandatory all four years because they're the home of the artists. And so I was surrounded by that as a child. And it's just, it's a tough career path. And so when I meet with students, I will ask them, tell me about why, why you want to go into theater, why you want to go into painting or whatever that looks like. And I never tell them no, or it's a bad idea. I just help them to map out what does that look like? How long will they be a starving artist? What can they do to not be a starving artist? And then I encourage them to incorporate some type of a business degree in there so they can own a gallery or own a theater and really have that foundation of you have a talent, but if you can't sell it, it's just a hobby. And so I don't tell them not to do it, but we do walk down the road that says, okay, let's do this. So what does that look like? And then they do the math and they're like, okay, that's not going to work out. (laughs) So we just kind of guide them, but we don't cast judgment. We let them come up with it on their own. Awesome. Awesome. I I think that's wonderful. Wonderful scenario. I have a friend, she got her bachelor's in art because she is an artist and basically through that art program, she's now found her voice where she's getting her master's in architecture. And so she's combining those skill sets and taking them to a higher level where she can afford to entertain both worlds and love what she does. So I'm not condoning any field. Art, theater, music are awesome gifts and you can do well with them, but you just have to, as Shelly mentioned, hone them in the right direction. And sometimes a business degree, even for student athletes who are at the division one level, you definitely want to do a business degree or sports management because, you know, you just don't know, as you mentioned, if you ever get hurt, you need something to sustain you. And those backgrounds help sustain a career and open up other doors for others to get in. So I think that's a wonderful example. Shelly, there are so many scams on the internet when parents go and look for opportunities for their child, everything comes up. How do you hone in on the right financial resources and how can you direct parents to tap into those resources? So I learned firsthand how bad the scam thing could be. (laughs) My son who had the seven floor rides, yes. I still thought he could pay for books. 
So I had him complete 33 applications for scholarships. And what I didn't realize is being a 17 year old, he did not see the harm in saying that we owned a house or that we had a mortgage or, you know, two cars, you know, they just asked all of this stuff and he gave it all to them. Before you knew it, my email box had blown up with so much spam and just people coming out of the woodworks, trying to refinance my house. And it was so awful that I now really warn my students. And I tell them, number one, if you're going to chase any scholarships, get a separate email address that you can shut down when you're finished, because that email will turn into a big hot mess. The second thing is do not give out any personal information, especially a social security number, an address, a phone number. Please do not give that. That is a big problem. Any scholarship that does not require an essay is a scam. Students don't like to write essays and their parents are like, how many applications have you completed for scholarships? And they just want to say, oh, five. Well, just getting applications out is not going to get you the scholarships you need. You want to make sure that they're real money. And then look at return on investment. If you have to spend, you know, three hours on an application, is that really worth a $100 scholarship? Or should you just go get a job or an internship? So these are the things I caution my families only because I personally fell into that trap. So uh, guys, you want to adhere to Shelly's advice. Anything that does not require an essay is a scam. So please write that down and take heed to that. And as you mentioned, Shelly, you want to keep a separate email address because these spams and you become on someone's list, it just becomes ridiculous. So you want to take Shelly's advice. Now, Shelly, during COVID, has COVID changed the way college, college scholarships are being adhered to? Or in general, has it changed the way your business has run or helped it for the better? So COVID's been really interesting for us because we have um, run an online platform for about four years, almost five years now. So we really didn't change that much. We just kept meeting with our students just as normal. What I did find is the high schools really let these kids down. And so I had a lot more stressed out, overwhelmed, and anxious students because they were getting zero help. It was limited before, but it turned to zero. So I had a lot of panic families in this last year, year and a half, Mm -hmm. and just terrified. And it really doesn't need to be. It's just they lacked the information to make wise decisions. And so I personally doubled the amount of phone calls that I talked to students, potential clients, just people who needed help. I honestly felt a bit more like a therapist since COVID. Because these poor kids that, you know, they're hearing a bunch of junk, like test optional, test blind, you know, colleges don't care. There's just so much stuff out there that is just not valid that they're just stuck. They're really deer in headlights. And so I personally, you know, have been speaking on podcasts and webinars and workshops, just trying to get to families and let them know 
I'm here for you. I give a free one hour discovery call just to help families who need that information. And then I do a ton of public speaking because it's just lack of knowledge and help that has caused the fear. But as far as colleges go themselves, I have a freshman at college this year and he is having a very different experience because he has to wear a mask. (laughs) It's hard to make new friends when you're all wearing a mask. (laughs) You know, the, the simple things we take for granted that, you know, years past we didn't have. But he's also so thankful for the opportunity to be able to have some in-person classes and to meet with his professors and to continue to go after his dream of being a broadcast production person. And so he's loving it. It's different, but he's still doing well. And I was just at Columbia visiting one of my students there. And the day before I got there, I sent her a text. When I got there, she had COVID. So just in that, that amount of time. And so these kids are having to deal with different things, but they were so tenacious. I'll tell you they are resilient and they are learning a lot about life. Yes. Yes. You're hundred percent right. Because as a professor, this past semester was just brand new. We were all back on campus and we all had masks on. It's just a different environment because we're learning how to co-part in different ways together. We, we all made it through, but it was just a different atmosphere. And we still don't know if we're out of it, but we're still moving forward. Shelly, could you tell me approximately how many students you've helped so far? I know your students love you, but how many students have you helped so far? You know, I have lost count. This is my I can third- imagine. It's my 13th Mm -hmm. application season. And in the beginning, I never really thought this was my career. I did this on top of my full-time career. So it wasn't until, you know, I would say the last six years that I really go all in and make this my career. I would just say thousands. And it's not me. I have a whole team of certified college consultants and test um, prep people and essay editors and It is truly not me doing all of this. It's just my vision that is leading these students into calm, peace, understanding, decision-making. That's our goal is to take away the overwhelm and the unknown and the fear and just give them the ability to make some good choices with a foundation of what works. So there's been a lot. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Shelly, is it too late for a college student to kind of join your program? I know you said that you start at junior high school and that's ideal. But what if you get a college student who has matured him or herself and realize that I kind of need your services? How would you advise that? So I work with students all the way through college. and. I even have students who, you know, have gone on a med school and law school and such. I Mm -hmm. work with a lot of transfer students, either transferring from community college to a four-year or from one four-year to a different four-year. And so I I help those students navigate. So it's really anybody who needs guidance on how do I navigate this crazy competitive world? And so we can help anybody in the scope of college. 
Great, great, great. I'm sure a lot of people who have graduated college who still don't know may have tapped into you, Cindy. That's great. Do you work with companies and colleges or you just have people at large just reach out to you? It's really all independent. I have a lot of affiliate partners that refer to me, but it really comes from the majority of my clients are so happy. They tell everybody and that's where the majority of my new clients come from. Um, and as soon as somebody, you know, reads the book and then they have questions or they hear me public speaking and they have questions, my heart is truly to serve. And if it turns out that they are a family looking for help, then great. If not, at least I'm providing them solid knowledge to have no regrets. Shelly Howard, I'm so appreciative to have met you and have you on this show because you said something really critical. When your heart is there, it shows on the outside and it expands. Everyone begins to tell other students. It's like myself. I really love to teach. I was born to teach and I like to teach the engineering and the math and the hard things. But at the end of the day, to get the emails from the students that say, you know what, it challenged me. This course challenged me. I didn't get the A, but I learned so much. It really clicks. That makes my job as well as my passion. Even to tell others about services like yours on a podcast, it makes me feel special at the end of the day. And it continues to propel. And so I wish you all the best success because I can tell your passion is in your profession and everyone doesn't reach that level. Shelly, is there any advice you would like to give to parents or to students before we leave the show? And if you can give your information out once again, in case someone hasn't heard it, how they can get your book or use your services, if you could do so at this time. Absolutely. So as far as advice goes, the most important thing is do not leave this up to your 15, 16, or 17-year-old. And if that is you, student, you need a mentor. You need somebody to help coach you through this. It is as much as somebody's home in a lot of situations, and you are not equipped. Nobody's equipped you to make this type of decision. So please, whoever's listening, do not do this on your own. And then the second piece to that is how you can reach me. I offered a free copy of my best-selling book, How to Send Your Student to College Without Losing Your Mind or Your Money. And the best way to get that free book is go to book, B-O-O-K dot collegereadyplan.com. The other thing is you can go on to my website, which is collegereadyplan.com. And you can schedule a free discovery call with me. If you have a question, concern, you just are looking for a mentor or for knowledge, I'm happy to gift you my time. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Awesome. And I just want to add lib on what you just mentioned, Shelly. You said that 16 or 17 year old, you want to start early. If you start early, it just makes the path that much clearer and brighter. Even if you're not 16 or you're college age or you're graduated from college and you're changing careers and you're transitioning, it's still not too late. Having a coach or mentor helps in a lot of different ways. And it also opens up doors 
for you to spread the knowledge to teach someone else as well. So it's never too late for getting into college. It's best to start early, like junior high school, but it doesn't have to begin there. You can start at any time and weasel your way out because sometimes your experiences are your segue or the gateway to new opportunities. So you want to embrace whatever you do for fulfilling your purpose and being happy and content to help and service others. Guys, this is all the time we have on the OG Inspiration Show. We've had an awesome talk with Shelly Howard. Until next week, we'll be right back with more inspiration, more empowerment, more education, and more purpose-driven destiny shows. God bless and have an awesome week.